Mm. Ooh. Bush just told me recording in progress. <laughs> Perfect. Continue. I didn't uh, give my consent. I give you my consent. Oh, lovely. Me. Thank you for your consent. Uh. <laughs> um, All right. Well, hi, guys. Hi. Cheers. Hello. Cheers. Welcome. I'm drinking Mountain Dew for the first time ever. So we'll see how that goes today. Uh, sugar rush. Welcome to Crunchy Bits, the podcast hosted by Miss Kylie. And Mrs. Moxie. Yes. One biological woman and one by choice. <laughs> oh. oh, come here. Come here, Peanut. Oh. All right. Um, yep. Craig has three dogs, so you'll probably hear them at some point. Miss um, Moxie has three dogs. Thank you very much. Yeah, Mrs. Moxie. So. <laughs> it's because I'm not dressed up right now. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Like, it's weird to be saying Mrs. Moxie when you're not dressed up. I know, right? Totally fine. Right. Um, yeah, Mrs. Moxie has three dogs. Yes, um, they're so sweet. Well, today, what are we going to talk about? You said you did a little brainstorming, and I think we decided that we were going to go with a little bit of a Pride episode since the month of Pride is coming up, correct? Yes. So, um, let's start off by talking a little bit about how you got into drag like what inspired yeah. it when was the first time you had the thought um, just kind of talk me through the process of how you got where you are right totally um well how it started was it was one night at the le- red light district out in germany i'm just kidding no uh, <laughs> i was um, like at- when'd you go to germany <laughs> exactly um it started off as a passion for Halloween, actually. Um, anybody who knows me, obviously Halloween is my absolute favorite holiday in the entire world. And it's like a whole like month long of celebrating for me, to be honest. But um, yeah, it started off as that. And then it turned into more like, okay, I really like this. This is what we're doing. This is where we can go from there. And I think the biggest thing that kind of changed is, as you can tell, the past year and a half, whatever COVID year we're on, like, aren't we like a year and a half or something like into that or a year and a quarter? So, yeah. My drag has definitely like progressed speed train wise because now it's become TikTok, it's become Instagram, it's been, become podcasts, etc. So it definitely has changed a lot. But I started off as just dressing up for Halloween. That's how I got my start in it. Um, I think the biggest thing with drag that a lot of people misinterpret, I don't know if I'm speaking proper English, don't mind me, but, you know, they think it's um, a fetish or like, I've had people ask, do you dress up for at at home like that? No, I don't. Like, Miss Kylie, Miss Kylie knows me very well. I am very much a country kid at heart I wear my cowboy boots and everything so I am they are two separate entities and that's what drag should be it's your separate lives or you know I think drag is definitely pushing boundaries because it's become such a mainstream thing so yeah I think moving forward I want it to be more of 
an educational purpose though. That's where I want to go with this. Not just performing in clubs. Right. Um, so you tell us about, so that's kind of the inspiration behind it. Yeah. So talk to me logistics. Like, for example, how did you get connected with Lexi D? Like, was it random? Was it um, kind of a friend or right. like, I just, I just don't know. I don't even know. I know you pretty well. I don't even know. Yeah. So, like you start doing something like that because I saw your first drag show and yep. like you really put yourself out there. Like you were scared, which is crazy. Cause like, I'm not used to seeing that. I'm used to seeing this like sassy, confident friend of mine. Who's just like, ah, screw the world. I could do this. And like, then you were like, fuck you kind of thing. Your yeah. Pants. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, on a side note, before I get into Lexi every show, I don't even think you know this and you're my best friend. Um, I start every show backstage shitting my pants, number one. Number two, I actually have someone from the cast, whichever show I'm doing, slap me. Did I ever tell you that? I have someone slap me every single time I start a show. I'm like, all right, first number, here we go. And they're like, welcome to the stage, Mrs. Moxie. And it's like, somebody slap me. (laughs) Just real quick. Just a big pop. Oh, totally. I mean, Britt has got it. Yeah, literally across the face. It's just like a slap take from a from you know designing women or something. Uh, So yes, I usually get slapped right before I start the show, and I got started with Lexi because so Lexi um, out of drag is Jeff, and Jeff um, is the bar manager, server manager, whatever you want to call it, at a bar back home from where I'm from. And I've known him through that, like, era of just knowing him through his boy side. And then all of a sudden it turned into um, Stacy Hoden, who is um, another drag queen that performs in the show. She and I were best friends in high school and continue to be, very, like, friends throughout life. We've been texting all week, actually. And it just turned into being asked to do it. And I was like, here we go. Let's just try it. And drag has kind of took off from there in the sense of putting myself out there more and more each show whether that's wearing a crop top or like the upcoming show I'm planning on wearing fishnets and a mini skirt and you know as well as I I am not a skinny mini bitch I'm a chunky yet funky curvy voluptuous woman with a booty booty butt so for me it's just pushing that envelope and trying to bring something new each time I'm on stage, like you've witnessed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, did Lexi D have drag shows before that? Or was it just kind of yes. like all of a sudden she like had people who were wanting to do it and she just, so she yes. had before. So she did, yes. They did, what was it? Um, two or three shows before I got there. And what their movement is and I don't know if a lot of people who follow the catwalk parties or Lexi D at all um it is a grant that they get from the city to for it's like a cultural arts kind of thing so they get a grant and they put these shows on to help the community grow and push boundaries and really um bring something new to the 
area because it is such a rural area and a lot of people don't see that because they're in the conservative areas you could say or things like that i mean there's still so much acceptance and so much growth there but this helps push those people who have never seen it into a new realm of oh that's pretty cool i'm gonna check that out and then they've grown to love us and accept us now it's what are we going on um number six or seven show um coming up in june we have another one with a different group so now there's the catwalk party but now there's a new group that just started and it's called the saga and saga youth group so it's this um youth group association that is now growing in this small town for lgbt awareness and you know making sure the youth is getting the education they need whether that's you know how to accept yourself how to grow are what am i going through all these things so that's that's lexi's goal and my goal along with the other cast members to <clears throat> like um push forward and continue to embrace those kids and the community into a warm happy family so that's how i got started and that's what we continue to do yeah um Tell us a little bit about um, how, how, how do I want to phrase this? How your style has evolved, because I feel like queens have distinct styles. Like there are some that are like up there, like Lexi D is like the comedy bit. Like not that you're oh, not funny, totally. but like she oh, likes rude. to go up and like perform like joke like almost like a stand-up comedian oh than, yes like, she loves doing the songs but like that's her wheelhouse oh her wheelhouse yes her wheelhouse is definitely um the comedy numbers like i remember one um it was a song um turn back around or whatever and she's literally on stage and she just keeps turning back and forth and it's like what are you turning for but it was the coolest thing because it was such a it's a manly song and they're Oh my God, I'm sorry about my dogs. Um, but uh, she she does pick unique unique songs like that. And even her costumes are very unique. I remember the Tina Turner kind of dress that she wore. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think my drag has definitely always been, like you even said, it's very much a blowout, very big hair very um i wouldn't want to say pageanty but kind of real woman looking mm -hmm. like i just yeah. like my my curls and my blow but i think over the years i've come to accept um short hair funky hair crimped hair like i'm changing my hair i also think my makeup has definitely changed um i used to be a lot more subtle more natural and now i'm getting into more of the dramatic eyes and the colors and because before it was all black or tan <laughs> kind of eyes and now it's purples blues greens so it definitely comes with playing and trying to figure out what looks best i know i look best with like purples and pinks on my eye and like natural colors but like when i did a green i was like oh this is kind of different and not saying that i don't like it but for a moment i was like oh this ain't gonna work but it, it's trial by error and i think my drag 
has changed into more of from serious because I remember I don't know if you remember this the first show me and me and Mr. Moxie was actually just talking about this in the car my first show I was very serious my first go around I remember my numbers I was rigid I was a little stiff and now it's more like fuck it I'm just gonna have a party and dance and (laughs) be the goofy self that I am every day of my life like I mean how many times have you seen me like just go yeah (laughs) or like just random stuff all the time outbursts of expression (laughs) totally constant which is great that's who you are yeah you don't want it's one of those things where like you don't want your drag persona to be someone different you just want it to be like a way of expressing that air of your life that's like when people I think of it in like I don't know they're like I love movies and tv shows you know yes you know me like Mm -hmm. I love going like and I like going to them like by myself and so I tell people like I'm gonna go to a movie with you I'm like we're not talking during the movie no but you know me to be someone who's like I'm always somewhere with a friend, like always. Always. Like, I love going out and talking to people and connecting yeah. with people. So it's just like, it's not that I don't like those things, but there's a part of me that's like, when I'm wanting to like do something like that, this is the mind, like this is the place I'm in. Yes. And that's like how I express it. Or like when I get super into TV shows, like you, you guys call me like nerd all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. The weirdest things. Because you find like, the most random, of me. yeah, you find the most random TV shows or characters that I'm like, where the hell did you find this at the bottom of the barrel or what? <laughs> but <laughs> you you show it to us and I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty funny. Or, you know, like, uh, it's still crazy. I don't think I'm into it, but I'm, gra- like, I'm glad you like that, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So and, I feel like drag is an ex- oh, and ex- like expressing part of yourself yeah like another extension yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think you know with drag or even let's let's go on a little segue here um yeah, let's do it. so when i think of pride because that's what our whole episode is about pride is about self-expression and acceptance and owning who you are whether you're a drag queen or a transgender or just Kylie I mean you have your quirks and you have those things that make you you and I think that's one thing that I really like about being in the drag scene is you just continue to evolve as a person whether that's as me or as Miss Moxie you know and I think with you I think you've grown so much since I first met you because I remember when I first met you it was like and now it's like like the door has opened Kylie is out like she's mm-hmm. she's into kooky things she's into crazy things she's into sports she loves her glitter she loves her eyeshadows she loves her lip colors like it's you've become this whole unique person again like when I first met you it was kind of like oh I know what my 10-year plan is this is what's going to happen this is what's going to go on and you've changed from that and I think that's the beauty of well, number one, also getting older. Number two, I think it's also of just having pride in yourself and accepting each year and how you change each year. I think 
like, let's take our parents. Let's be real. Looking at them back in the 80s, do you really think they were going to have that hair again? No. They accepted that times were changing and they changed it. Even though there are some people right. that still need to burn their head off because it still looks like they're in 1986. But, <laughs> you know, I but think. But also there are some people who like wear those hairstyles to this day and you're like, okay, like that's. You do you. you. Rock you on. Rock it. Yep, and you own it. Like it fits your character, and Mm -hmm. but it's just that's the that's the it of it. If some people like to change their things, some people don't. Let's not even get started on the whole side part, middle part thing. Oh my god! Yes, that. As a hairdress, (laughs) as a hairstylist, like oh my god. Yes, I am. Tell me your honest opinion on that whole argument as a hairstylist, please. My biggest pet peeve is these kids come in with the middle part, and they want to have this balayage hair color da, 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 but yeah they don't want streaks i'm like you literally part right down the middle you're gonna get a streak of some sort you know like you want this pc blondness and all this stuff and i'm like okay well can we change your part a little bit can we do this can we do that no i want it to be this way and that way and, da, 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 da. and i'm like oh my god you literally have box black dye on you like i'm screwed but i think I think it just goes back to the time because like I think right now the trends are very much a 90s theme like the platform shoes oh, like yeah. you know the grunge movement is coming back and the middle part Which the crop top oh I love the grunge movement the grunge movement is awesome give me a flannel and ripped up jeans that's already my style like let's be real mm-hmm. um, I just bought a pair of shoes that has silver spikes on them and they're my new favorite shoes. And I, I wish they were in my size because I t- <laughs> totally use them for a show. Oh my God. I got to show you these. Okay. So we went shopping today. Look at these. I'm going to give you a play-by-play description of these shoes. Like, look at so these. We got, wow. We got Aren't they not cute? Are, like, are they iridescent or not? They're all rhinestone. They're flats that are silver rhinestone with a a slightly pointy toe yes i was like these would be perfect for when i'm a genie you know yeah yeah good genie slippers i like it yes so anyways um no i just i think self-expression is with hair and clothing and owning who you are and having pride in yourself and really pushing yourself to that nth degree um whether, like I said, you're heterosexual, a gay man, a transgender woman, etc., like you just have to accept yourself, and it takes a long time. Me and Ryan just had this conversation um, today in the car because um, he said, "What?" I can't remember exactly the words he said, but he was just he was talking about my first show, and you were the, at the first show, so I think you're frozen, by the way. Okay. Everybody, she has frozen. Give her a minute. 